This is Abroad in Education, a podcast where I unpack the international suitcase by focusing on EdPats and their experiences within education. I'm your host, Tiffany Lachelle. Hey, everybody. Season two has been amazing. And between these 19 episodes, a theme of remembering has surfaced. I want to acknowledge two scholars who talk about remembering before I recap the season. The ability to remember and center oneself in story was described by Bell Hooks as a coming to consciousness to describe her ability to move from the object to the subject. Bell Hooks argued that this shift, a resistance and struggle against forgetting, specifically for black women, makes them subjects in history. Toni Morrison talked about remembering through a theory called rememory in her book, Beloved. Through the character Seth, she mentioned how time passes, but as things move on, they remain in our rememory. She said, I was talking about time. So hard for me to believe in it. Some things go, pass on. Some things just stay. I used to think it was just my rememory, you know. Some things you forget, other things you never do. But it's not. Places. Places are still there. If a house burns down, it's gone. But the place, the picture of it, stays. And not just in my memory, but out there, in the world. The most critical component about one's life history is the ability to remember. And unfortunately for Pads, I believe... We are seldom offered opportunities to reflect on and unpack our experiences within our lives, EdPet journeys, and specifically the experiences we engage in abroad. Due to the demands of our jobs, career goals, family and friends, oftentimes we are forced to simply keep moving, keep living. As Bell Hook said, remembering is a struggle against forgetting. And I begin this season recap with the notion of remembering and rememory because although not intentional, season two is essentially a collection of remembered stories from black women edpats who unpack journeys to countries such as Morocco, South Korea, UAE, France, China, Kuwait, and South Africa. And after these journeys, some who migrated back to the U.S. Each of the episodes dig into the remembered histories of why some EdPats chose to engage in various international endeavors, why they chose to leave their spaces of comfort, experiences from their international engagements, and sacrifices and hardships within their decisions. Each of these stories represent different international experiences and occupations such as teaching abroad, counseling abroad, study abroad, teaching English as a foreign language abroad, and researchers of African Americans who live and work abroad. One of the things I realized from season two is that opportunities for EdPats to remember is imperative. For instance, EdPat Bree, the creator of Curvy Girls Travel, took us through her journey between Morocco, South Korea, and back to the States in episode five. It wasn't until after the interview when she mentioned that simply having the opportunity to reflect on all of the things in her life was exactly what she needed at that time. She had forgotten that her life was amazing and because she was experiencing a burden in transition, remembering her story was cathartic for her to move forward. Pat Amanda Bates, the creator of The Black Expat, who took us through her journey as a third culture kid and her decision to color up study abroad. 
Um, her remembering stemmed from seeing too many black students who had no point of reference to imagine themselves abroad. From this remembering, she developed the Black Expat, which focuses on demystifying international engagement by exposing examples of a plethora of black people who are living and working abroad, as well as resources for others who want to do so as well. The same can be said for Edpat Jasmine, and after working as a language teacher in South Korea, she found a job in higher education within a study abroad office and is now helping higher ed students to take advantage of study abroad opportunities too. Other Edpat K-12 and language teachers such as Darielle in South Korea and UAE, Carla White in Paris, Nikki in Morocco, and Maxine in China and South Africa were also able to share their stories. And if you haven't listened to the most recent episode 19 from Maxine, she dropped quite a few gems about resources for African Americans and people of color who are interested in studying abroad and even entering business programs through the consortium. In addition to K-12 EdPAT teachers, we also heard from Christina who shared her EdPAT journey about being a school counselor in Kuwait and Abu Dhabi and Whitney Amanda in Abu Dhabi and Dubai as well. The imperative notion of remembering and sharing these EPAD stories reminds me of another one of Bell Hooks' quotes when she said, we have to begin to think about how our imaginations have been colonized and also how they can be decolonized. When we're brought up in a space that provides few examples of possibilities, we have to find ways to decolonize the way that we've been conditioned. I wonder if international engagement, specifically for Black Americans, could be seen as a space to show how our minds have been colonized and how with one decision, we can open our ideas to new ways of knowing and being. Dr. Deborah Robinson intends to decolonize the imagination about Black expatriation, and in episode nine, she shared a snippet of some of the things that are happening in academic research toward decolonizing the notion of the Black expatriate. She created a survey in partnership with the University of Michigan for African Americans who are currently living abroad. She's collecting data on this phenomenon, which will provide numbers and motivational factors about why some African Americans are choosing to work and live in other countries rather than remaining in the U.S. Side note, this survey is still available until December 2019, so if you are an African American living abroad or know someone who is, please share the link to the survey, which will be in the show notes. Also, be sure to share the hashtag WeGlobal because um, we really are. (laughs) If you haven't had a chance to go to her website, there are so many resources that are available there. There are titles of books about Black expatriates, documented videos about Black expatriates as well, and of course, the link to the survey. Season two began with an episode that I titled, I Retired My Teacher Voice. And I continue to think about You know, was it my voice that I retired or was it simply the way that I refused to conform to education or is it both? In between each of the episodes in season two, there were many episodes of me remembering particular experiences from my teaching abroad experience in Morocco. It's interesting because I left Morocco in 2013 and I still remember the stories about having to go to two countries to get my hair done, reporting a teacher who was having an inappropriate relationship with a student. I still remember that nightclub shenanigan with Red Wine (laughs) and my two stints of attempted muggery. 
Although these are fun stories alongside my role as a teacher, one of the reasons I felt it necessary to retire my teacher voice was because I don't know where these stories and lived experiences fit into the role of an educator or within education itself. Like, in what part of education do educators, parents, and stakeholders shift the conversation from the students and back to those who teach the students, those who counsel them, those who oversee their entire educational experience? When do we make time to talk about who teachers are, who counselors are? How do we humanize them by becoming curious about who they were before they showed up to their roles and also who they are after the bell rings? I'm sitting here at my study table in the UAE. <laughs> I'm back in Rasulkema, and this time I will be between Rasulkema, Abu Dhabi, and Dubai. I'm getting ready to begin my dissertation research, you all. <laughs> and season two has truly inspired me about the need for this work on EdPads. And I guess there are so many questions and so many reasons why this work matters. So season two is complete. And if you haven't had a chance to listen, go back and tune in to the episodes. I want to send a special thank you to the EdPads who shared their stories within this season and also to those of you who continue to support this work. There will be a few months before the release of season three, but please expect more to come soon. I am officially signing off abroad in education. Abroad Education is created by Tiffany Lachelle Smith. Lady Justice, the music that you're listening to, was written and produced by Rillionaire Dream. You can get his postcards album on SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Let's keep the conversation going and search Abroad in Education on Facebook to join the private group, The Ed Pet Lounge. Follow me on Instagram at abroad underscore in underscore ed. And you can also access the website at abroadeneducation.com.